Oh, I fucking did it perfect. This one's already going to be in the fucking history books um, as the cuddle de jour. Do you know... And I have a pony like a griffin. <laughs> You're listening to Walking the Room. And Walk this is Greg room. Barrett, and I'm Dave Anthony. Do you know what happens when there's a large pile of tires? And, no, no. and 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 someone <laughs> sets them on fire. Like, say there's like a tire dumping ground. Mm-hmm. In West Virginia, and yeah. everyone takes tires and throw them, and they set about, it on fire. About auto tires, yeah, car tires, car tires, and they set them on fire. Do you know what happens? Have you seen? Okay, it's, it uh, it burns. Do you know it, that you can't put it out? No, why? Because it's it's because the, think about it. It's a tire on fire, right? So that's hard enough to put out if it's right. just one tire. You know what that is? Inside, right? And so that's so, so you're saying water right. on it, and it and won't also, go out. It won't go out, and also it's I think fucking me. Booge is what you're saying. Like I'm on fire. You're saying that I am like a fucking light that will not go out. And I fucking and what it creates <laughs> is a toxic, horrible cloud of smoke, a death cloud. Uh, what I am of smoke. What I am is the fire that keeps burning. I'm the fire that keeps burning. You were complimenting me. You came right out of the gate and you said, "You know what? You are. You're the fucking fire that keeps burning." Thank you, friend. What I was going to say is that, that that that's like walking the room, but you're a fucking idiot. Do you uh, how, can you get? Will you be able to make it through this pod cuddle? You come here. Won't even let me I'm have here. a fucking analogy to start out. <laughs> I just want to talk to you. I just want to engage. I would like to rip. Have your you seen the trailer with my bare hands? Rip them out and shove them in your mouth and make you eat yourself. Are you shitting me? Have you seen the trailer for Rubber? What? Have you seen the trailer for Rubber? The Please. movie Rubber. Yeah, it, what's it about? When, when it get when you when is it you about a guy who dresses up in a rubber outfit and kills no. people? It's about a tire that kills people. What? It's fucking the trailer is so awesome. Wow. It's about a tire. Where'd you see this trailer? Uh, on iTunes, I think. Okay. It's about a tire that mm. kills people mm. and terrorizes a town. Well, it's just and it's just simplifying and, the movie Christine and that right they took the fucking bullshit car out <laughs> and. There's a fire in the movie that you're talking. There's a, a fire, tire fire. There's a tire fire where they're burning yeah. tires. Yeah. And there's and a, is a tire cloud. mad about that? Well, fuck, he it's- kills everybody. Yeah. Yes, he's mad. <laughs> they're fucking. It's his Auschwitz, you dummy. They're fucking burning his friends. Tauschwitz. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a Holocaust. It's a, it's, a, it's a tire. Yeah, right? It's a tire tire Holocaust. It's Witz Wheelschwitz. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Right? It's wheel sh- it's wheelschwitz. <laughs> it is about uh, it. So we it's a fucking we shouldn't laugh. Uh, we're not we're, a tire, we're, we're laughing a about the thing. It's a, well, you can't they kill innocent tires. No, tires are, are our friends, they help us get places. It's not funny. Fuck yeah. It's not funny to talk about them being burned alive. No, but it's but the movie fucking like at first you go, I'm not gonna watch like at first I saw at the beginning of it you see a tire get up. And then start to move down the road. And sure. you go, I don't know if I can handle this. But when you get halfway through the trailer, you're like, I, when does it come out? Yeah, all right. I want to go. Maybe you and I should go. Maybe we should even plan a I don't local. I do go anywhere with, yeah, 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 with me. the closet. How about mm. a cuddler field trip? Oh, fuck. Come on, let's meet some other cuddlers at Rubber in Los Angeles. All right, we'll talk about it. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. We, we will do that. Uh, a couple things really quickly out of the gate. Uh, um, uh, this is this, this happened, I think, Wednesday or Thursday. I'm not really sure. Uh, Mayhem, Craig Mayhem, I believe that's uh, he's got a podcast uh, that the name escapes me now, but uh, I will uh, post it later. It's good. He and his buddies have a podcast, and they listen to our show, 
And I got a uh, DM from him, a direct message on Twitter saying, oh, is hey. Is that what that is? I, look, is it a some direct pe- message? Some people here have fucking jobs. Okay, Grandpa. Listen to me. Okay. And uh, I'm like my dad. It's yeah. a digital video disc. <laughs> <laughs> he listens and he's like, come on, man. I didn't say that was fucking. Give me a break. I just see him laying out uh, on his uh, oh, on his deck, and he's got uh, and he's and he's in his shorts, and and he's eating cornbread, I, I, and he's just flicking the I, little crumbs off his okay, chest I, hairs while he no, listens to Walking the Room. Can I tell you? I got to tell you a story about him in the, the second segment. You will fucking but yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to call him between segments to see if it's okay to tell the story. Okay. It's fucking awesome. It, well, it better be now. So, Craig says to me, uh, I think it's Craig. He says, uh, don't listen to Corolla's podcast. No, I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> no worries. Not, for, I mean, no, not, not for any other reason. Actually, I have in the past. Like, let me just put this out of the gate. I don't have a problem with Adam Corolla. Never uh, have. Either. Never have. So anyway, I said, why did he go? But he has gone after the book yeah, and, yeah. and me a little bit. Snark. And so he goes, yeah, he, he, it's really mean. And he goes after you and he goes after the book and, and, uh, and don't listen to it. Yeah. And then a couple other cuddlers uh, reached out in, in the same manner. Now, what's important here is not Adam Carolla. I, I could give a shit. I fucking was so touched that there were people who were concerned that my feelings would be hurt uh, and that wanted to let me know. Listen, uh, I if would you never listen, do that. No, I know. You would have fucking... Yeah, I would have told you, hey, they're saying good stuff about Dude, you go check it out. I know. <laughs> I know, but you're a hateful fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if Adam Carolla needs to go after a book that's five years old... Congrats. And a guy who hasn't been on television or in his face in any way yeah. in a long time, that's his business. He's got his own show. His fans... And either... he's mad at the book because a guy like Carolla, it ruined his pussy train with all his fucking money and his glory. He, all of a sudden, he couldn't get any sweet, sweet punani <laughs> because, because Greg Barrett... You ruined his game, man. Look, Hey, look at me in the fucking eye. You ruined his game. Okay, dude. I know he had a fucking massive gain. Listen to me. <laughs> game. Listen to me. He... Here's the here's the thing that's here's what's here's the irony of not irony I don't even think that's the right word. When the book came out at the height of its popularity, I was on Love Lines. Yeah. So he knows who I am. He couldn't have been fucking nicer to me. What a douchebag. Right. So he not only that, but at one point he he and Drew got up to go on a break, and so I just sort of sat there in the studio. He came back and said, "Don't sit here. Come fucking have a snack with us, man. Come come hang Seriously? with us." Seriously. He couldn't have been nicer. So me, I'm running around Hollywood going, man, fucking Adam Carolla is really nice. Like, I know he's got a different opinion, but he fucking treated me super nice. And he never that's, said anything shitty about the book. That's not ironic. That's duplicitous. That's a douchebag. That's a bitch. That's a straight up bitch. Fuck. And you you don't want to get in a fight with Carolla, but here's the thing. If you can't say it to someone's face, don't fucking cry about it on your little fucking radio show or whatever you're doing, your podcast. You're a bitch. That's just fucking bitch move. I, Say it. Act, act as you would to someone's face. Or else shut your cunt hole, you fucking bitch. Right. I That's mean, what I have to say. Look, maybe now, if he was confronted with me, I even asked to be on a show a while ago because it was popular and I thought, oh, I was promoting something. And they're like, yeah, no, they don't want you on the show, which is fine. And look, I look, I get the deal, man. I get. Yeah, I if know you're what he's fucking, doing. If you're operating in that world, when you're, when you're, let, when, let's, when, let's, when you're doing, dude, when you're this. doing some fucking dude let, theater. Let's say this, what radio is. When you work in radio, you are told to take a position on everything and back it the fuck up Yeah, like, like they're going to set your family on fire if you don't. So a guy like Corolla has a certain audience. Right. And he does the man show, he does other shit. So he has to come down on the bad side of that book. He has to talk shit about you. And he has to go out. Now, 
because you're on Loveline and he didn't say anything about it, he clearly doesn't really give a fuck, but this is his radio persona. Totally. And look, I don't give a shit, and I still I, I still will argue that the guy was nice to me, and I don't care. Like, I just don't fucking care. What I was flattered by was that, that we have cuddlers, uh, that we have listeners that listen to both shows that were fucking concerned, and I appreciate it, but don't worry about it, and it doesn't fucking matter. He can say whatever the fuck no he wants. No fucking cares. I mean, honestly, it doesn't matter. Shit. It doesn't really fucking matter. And I, and I will say this, too. Look, I've talked a lot of shit about the book here only because it, it created such a ripple in my career that I couldn't get out from under it. So it wouldn't allow me to do other things. My only resentment of the book is that, like, if I go to write a movie, people are like, oh, romantic comedy. It's like, uh, no, it's about a tire. Already been written. Well, fuck you. My tire movie's different because it's two tires that date. But, so it's difficult for me. <laughs> no, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you as a person. It's, it's difficult for me to do other things because of it. But I fucking, I, I back every word in that book. I People got something I, you out know, of it. I was, I was... What people well, don't know I, is that I you say, and I were you. selling a show called Cunt Train, and it fucking ruined it. I know. We were, we did, I was going to go one of two ways. I was going to go, how to get on the Cunt Train. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fellas, jockey up. You want to get on the Cunt Train? Because, and, uh... Mm-hmm. Um, Lying to bitches is good, yo. You know, fuck, dude. I, you know I don't give a fuck. I mean, look, those are the kind of dudes I was never friends with anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Those are the, the guys that I, the guys that I'm friends with, the comedians I hung out like with. Like, those were never those kinds of we guys anyway we we don't see and i was talking about this with you earlier here here's the deal and we've talked about this before there's two kinds of guys there, there's guys who fucking love to fuck hookers and go to strip clubs and do all that shit and there's other guys who look at those guys and goes yeah not really my thing but the guys who love to go to strip clubs and fuck hookers and and rub their cocks all over playboys and whatever the fuck they do who never stop i did that when i was a teenager at some point i stopped right uh, uh, but those guys can't comprehend what happens with the other guys they think all guys are like them. And I'll give you a case in point was I work with Jim Norton this weekend in San Francisco. And he has a bit about Mel Gibson and Tiger Woods and how they were treated uh, in the media. And his, his whole thing was, uh, look, the, these on TV and, and in the media, there are guys who were sanctimonious and who looked at Tiger Woods and were like, oh, I can't believe that you did that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he says that those guys are all acting like their girlfriend is five feet away. Not true. That's how I fucking act. That's how I've always acted. Yes. I have more of a gentlemanly thing about well, me. Well, I also... I you, they, and they, they can't... Fuck. And guys like that can't comprehend that. They can't no, fucking they, understand that I don't fucking walk around trying to fuck everybody and put my tongue in everyone's fucking right. asshole. Yeah, here's the thing. I actually... Not only... Not only not only am I sexually well, 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 attracted I, I to, I do try to put my tongue yeah, in know, asshole. I know. I, yeah, I but apologize. that's a but that's a whole fucking. Right. That's the next that's segment. A, that's that's a, another segment. Yeah. The what it what it what it doesn't allow for is actually being friends with women, as though they were also sharing the fucking planet with us. <laughs> what it doesn't allow for is the idea that, like, look, I've always loved women. I've like fucking women. I like being friends with women. I like being around women. I don't, there's just, I like fucking people. If you have a piece of information that will help any fucking human being, you should share it, whatever it is. Now that book, as we've said before, directed at women. The fucking information goes both ways. Dude, if you're seeing a girl and she's blowing another guy, you should stop fucking seeing her. Period. That's all. I don't know. That's all the maybe information. She's just getting. She's just trying to figure maybe she's out practicing. She's, she's practicing. It out. She's practicing. Uh, baby, I just wanted to taste. I just want to make sure I like the taste I of was, cum before I swallowed yours. I was. Uh, I was. My uh, wife listens uh, to this. When. <laughs> so does yours. When 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 the Tiger Woods thing first broke, I was having a conversation with my wife, and I was saying, you know what? Uh, 
Maybe it's not that big of a deal. Maybe he's just a fucking rich guy who never got action, and now he's fucking married, sure. and he's fucking around, and, you know, he shouldn't have got married, but it's not that big of a deal. And then, and so I was kind of like, whatever, he's just being who he is. And then the story comes out that he fucked the girl next door, who lived next door, who was 18, and he fucked her next to their baby's crib in the nursery. And I went, well, now he's a fucking scumbag. Like, so I have, I, yeah, I, 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 there are things you shouldn't do. Here's, here's what's not manly. If you've made a contract with any person, whether yeah. it be your fucking work or your wife, and you've said, this is how this is going to go, and then you break the contract, and you don't have the fucking guts to say, I want to break the contract, then you're a fucking chicken shit. If right. you can't go, I fuck other women, that's just me. See, most men aren't actually manly enough to do that, unless you're fucking right. Bill Maher. And I will say... Bill Maher talks the talk, and he fucking walks yeah. the walk. And I'm like, you know what? He does. He doesn't want to get married. He wants to fuck lots Good of people. He doesn't like pregnant women. He's like, this is who I am. Yeah. Fucking fine. Yeah. At least at least he has the guts to just be who he is. I don't like pregnant right? women either. But the Put idea, them in boxes. But the idea that a lot of Greg... guys that are like, I was trying to curry favor. <laughs> I'm trying to curry favor. I'm like, dudes, I was already married. I was fucking already over the hill. Like, I was in my 40s when this book came out. I just thought... Fuck, this seems like an interesting piece of information. And it wasn't even my idea. It was a fucking, it was Liz's. So anyway, but I, the, the, uh, I guess the point is thank you to anybody who gave a shit. <laughs> you don't need to defend my honor. Um, Look, and also, are, like, you're always, people are always going to talk shit about you in the fucking book. That's just how I, and it's good. You went on no. Oprah. You were a stand-up and you went on fucking Oprah. But that here's was, the thing, too. Like, you're always going to get shit for but that. But you should. You know, the thing about it is if you don't fucking, if, it's just like when you fucking tweet. If you don't come down on one side or the other, what the fuck are you doing it for? Right. The point to say anything creatively is to say, this is what I believe as an artist or as a person. Mm -hmm. And it should make some people uncomfortable. Yeah. The fucking truth makes people uncomfortable. Or the lack of truth makes people uncomfortable. Whatever bullshit that you're putting out there. The same thing with Charlie Sheen. He fucking put people on one side or the other. You either bought into his crazy mania or you were like the guy's out of his mind. But he took a fucking position. He took a position. And, and like I said, when I said that about Jim Norton saying that in his act, I don't give a fuck what Jim Norton does or doesn't do. Like, who gives a shit? That's his fucking life. He can go live his fucking life and think whatever the fuck he wants. Like, who gives a shit? I'm not saying Jim Norton's a scumbag or a fucking sellout to men or fucking any of that shit. Which is, you know, when you bring it back to Corolla as a guy in radio. And this is the problem with radio. This is the problem we ran into in radio. That When we did our show, they wanted us to fight. Yep. On air, they right. want us to argue about shit. Yeah. They want us to take positions, but not the and kind, back them up. And right. so, and so, but I mean, literally, reason, really fight. Yeah, not the kind of fucking like, not like, because if we'd have realized, all we had to do is, you know, threaten to fucking put a hanger through each other's eye. Yeah, right, or that kind of shit. But they wanted us to like, well, really the, fight. Go after Dave. Dave likes baseball, man. You don't like baseball. Tell yeah. him baseball sucks. I don't want to tell him baseball sucks. I just don't follow it like he does. Yeah. No, but you got to come down on a side. You can't have, right. uh, you can't have a mushy opinion about baseball. I fucking do. I like it when the Giants are winning, and when they're not, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. It's mushy. Yeah. It's not fucking... I don't, have, I don't I live don't or die. And, and people don't understand why why they don't like talk radio. And that's why, because it's 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 false positions. It's, it's just creating a stand for the sake of creating a stand, and then they back it up, and everyone gets mad and riled up, and it's like, it's fucking fake bullshit. And to me, now that I know the story about Corolla on Loveline, that's... That's what Corolla is. Well, that was so weird about it. it was like I, I genuinely, and I look, I liked Love Lines. I, like I always Love thought Lines. he was cool. I always felt like that. I felt like with him and Drew, and look, Drew was on our talk show a couple times. He was super cool to me. 
I always thought that the Adam's point of view does need to be represented because it's fucking real. Sure, it's real. And then you've got Drew on the other side. And so you've got all of this information. So it brings in everybody, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're not entirely preaching to the choir. Yeah. Not everybody likes Adam. Not everyone likes Drew. But if you're just listening to Adam's show, you already fucking probably feel that way about yeah. me or the book or books in general or women in general, right? So he's just preaching to the choir and then he has to go. I mean, the cool thing is, not since 2005, no one else has said anything that's made a fucking dent in that world. Uh, yeah. You know, so there, there's that. I put that out there. It doesn't really matter. But the point is, uh, uh, it, I'm, oh, I'm fucking do it again. It's fine. You know, I, Corolla, I really doesn't. So Corolla can keep talking shit about you. You know, my wife, my wife started listening to Corolla when, because uh, she was a Howard Stern fan, and when Howard Stern went to Sirius, she started yep. listening to. And she listened to him for a while when he was on the radio, and then after a while she was like, I can't take it anymore. He's he's just, like, there's there's some really good parts of him, but then he just says the stupidest fucking shit, and he just totally packs it up, so... Yeah, I mean... He lost my wife. I think I think that he's... I think he is the man show. I think there's something really basic, and there's a simplicity about him that, that uh, I don't enjoy. I enjoy his... Uh, I think he's really good uh, with, like, storytelling and... Uh, and creating analogies. I think he's brilliant at that. He did that really well in Love Line. But I think that there's a simplicity about him that I can't fucking handle. Yeah, I mean, and also you, you start playing to that base. You start playing to your base. You start playing to your people. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not a whole lot different than politics. Um, but I am happy for him to do whatever the fuck. And I don't... I, I fucking wish him luck. I, I He's doing great. I don't really care. I don't yeah. need... I don't need him to do badly or have bad things said to him or anything on my behalf or any of yeah, that shit. Yeah, we don't give a shit enough. It doesn't fucking matter. Even, it's if, good. even if we were like a crosstown rival, who just who gives a shit? But the other thing is too, and this is like fucking is like in life, like if you if we're saying anything to you listening, it doesn't fucking matter what other people think about you. It just doesn't. I know like when you're young and you think, oh, it fucking matters. It doesn't fucking, no, matter. It doesn't fucking matter. You know what? It goes away. Nobody gives a shit. Unless the guy fucking stood in my house and threatened me, he's not a threat. He's just a fucking another voice in the darkness, and it doesn't fucking matter. It's not my business. It's just like the lady and it's on not Twitter. My it's just like the lady on Twitter the day when I I tweeted that uh, I think Kobe when he makes a basket when he's at an away arena and he makes a big basket and he looks at the crowd. I think he makes a rape face. Lady got very, <laughs> Larry, Larry got very upset with me, and she said, uh, "Some random woman said, uh, well, that's because you are a broke ass comic and you don't get none." And Kobe gets all he wants. So, I didn't take that seriously. <laughs> uh, I did not take that to heart. Just like you shouldn't take what Corolla says to heart. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It fucking matter. It doesn't matter what microphone they're saying it into. If it's an asshole screaming in a parking lot or it's Corolla yeah. yelling to his whatever. Yeah. 100,000. Not even that. Yeah. And look, I, look I, I know that. Look, we have the single most unique fucking fan base. And if you listen to the show, you're an interesting motherfucker because what are you doing? Yeah, you're fucked up. Right? But also, but you're also, like, I don't know, it's just an interesting listener. But we share listeners with him, certainly. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, and so I'm fucking, we do not, there's not a thing, there's not a divide. You should enjoy both shows. Don't put a tire over him and set it on fire. Oh, don't. Fucking don't. Wheels of fire. There's, it's two tires and they date. <laughs> they go on a date.
back to it. Uh, <laughs> what were you going to say? What were you I was leaning in. I know. To let you. I thought you were going to interrupt. Because you're so fucking predictable. So I just leaned in to let you do that dipshit. God damn it. This is the best fucking story. I swear to God, I wish it was. Shit. If there was Does a, it involve a squirrel fucking a rhino? <laughs> no. Then it's not the best story. Well, because I also, still haven't heard that story. It's also not. That's a, the best. It's one. also not a girl in her panties taking back a taking down a silverback gorilla with a knife, but it, it's still good. <laughs> well, you'll see that on Sucker Punch next week. Oh, I want to go see Sucker Punch. I don't. I want to see Seriously? Sucker Punch. Yeah. Just get the video game. Yeah. Or the cartoon. Nope. I want to see Sucker Punch. I want to see Hannah. I like any of these things where little girls are kicking the shit What's out of people. Hannah. Hannah's another. It's a girl that was trained from. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll see Eric Banna. I want to see Sucker Punch. Don't you put it just like a cartoon? I don't. Care. I'm gonna go see Sucker Punch. Look, I know you are. It's made for fucking idiots like you. I girls, love it. Girls are pretty. Listen to this up. story. You will be pleased. So my father calls me, and he says, uh, "By the way, this never. When you start with that, it never goes well. No, no. This one. <laughs> this is. This is. This is the best story. So, well, maybe I'm overselling it. My dad calls me up and he says, uh, "My dad. My dad and his girlfriend. They've. They've been going out for." They they split up. This is the third time they split up. They're done. On and off. Yeah, she's great, but they it it didn't it hasn't worked out, and and uh, and I'm glad for him to move on. And so Sunday night, he's at home, he's having a wine. His buddy Ed calls him, and they're talking. And there's a woman on the horizon. This woman that, that all my dad's friends have been trying to set him up with, and her husband used to be an astronaut. And uh, whoa, yeah, no, did some moonwalking. That's some. <laughs> How do you follow up yeah, that no, uh, right? I would never date a lady date an astronaut. Well, did some moonwalking. Right, no right? way. No way. Because they so anyway, burn shit up there. Right? No, this guy was this guy was numero dos. Wow. He was number two on the moon. Uh, but he was also number two on the moon. Can you, <laughs> can you name him? So, <laughs> right? Uh, Barry but, Fer- Ferguson? Yeah, yeah, no, almost. <laughs> anyway, so he's passed on, and and, uh, and my dad had met her, you know, years ago. They'd met somewhere at a at a picnic or something. Anyway, uh, is this a, because my dad lives in my dad my dad lives in a fake movie. My dad lives in a Monet painting. So 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 far, so he's at a picnic. Well, the so the, the, the astronaut, the astronaut, motherfucker. When was the last time you were in a at a picnic? No, and listen, yes. and and you know there was. The, the, he lives in a world where where he meets astronauts, widows at picnics, right? And this is well, this is my dad, right? Yeah. So he lives in San Francisco, in his in his, uh, his uh, fancy apartment, and uh, uh, and I'm glad I'm telling the story because because it, 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 so his friend says, "Give her a call, dude. Just give her a call." Now my dad, uh, I've been sick recently; just been having these uh, allergies, and he couldn't sleep, and blah blah blah. How, 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 does she? Does she also? Are people also pushing her to go out with yeah. him? Yeah, yeah. I think she's interested. Like, I think she's interested okay. in my dad. I think she's interested in my dad's trying Ooh, to sort of be move. Fucking Dick Barron, right? Dick, uh, Greg Barron, How are you, Dick Barron? <laughs> he does the best he can. Uh, I know, Dad. So anyway, um, so he calls her, he calls her on the phone, and I believe while he's called her, and this is uh, this is the best I could get the story from him. While he's calling her and talking to her on the phone, it's Sunday night. He's doing his going to bed ritual. So they're on the phone. And he's putting on his PJs and takes his pills that he takes before he goes to bed. His vitamins and whatnot. And also an Ambien. Oh, no. So he's talking to her on the phone. And then there's four firemen in his bedroom. <laughs> there's four San Francisco firemen in his bedroom. And he's like, what are you doing? Why are you here? Why are you in my dream? Why are you real? He doesn't fucking know what the fuck's going on. Now, 
My father's a handsome man, no doubt. Far, far better looking than I. But 78, and now fucking had been asleep, and there's yeah. firemen there, and he jumps out of, what the fuck are you, what the fuck are you doing? Who are you? Why are you in my bedroom? Right, a lot of this, and of course they're like, well, hey, we, uh, blah, 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 blah. He walks out in the hallway, and the woman that he was on the phone with is now standing in the hallway, right? So this is the first time they've met. My father. Now, is she on fire? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Here's what happened. My dad's talking to her on the phone. He just passes out. Because <laughs> he's what? had a glass of wine and an Ambien. I like to say, I love Ambien. Right? It'll, that shit will knock. knock I, I used to take it and I stopped because that shit will knock. The no, fuck fucking people end up in the middle of highways. Like, yeah, yeah. bad shit happens. So he's, so he, he passes out. And now she had fucking come to his house, not called his best friend, found out where he lived, came to his house, knocked on his door, wasn't there, called the fire department, they kicked down his door, came in, they kicked down his door, he didn't wake up. They came in, didn't wake up. Later on, this is how far it went, later on my father is changing out of those pajamas into new pajamas or some such thing, well, now he's, and he, he puts guess, his hand on his chest, guess pajamas. he puts his hand on his chest yeah. and he goes, I have one, two, three, why do I have three nipples? Why do I have three nipples? I have one, two, three. I, I Opens his shirt, that. he's got a fucking EKG sticker still on him. They gave him a full EKG in his sleep. He's covered in fucking stickers. With the, you know they give you the little sticker with oh the little knob God, on it? Yeah. Motherfucker slept through an EKG. He slept through four guys kicking down his fucking front door and coming into his bedroom. <laughs> and this is how he meets this girl. Dick this Baron. is how he fucking re-meets her. Dick Barron, I'll sleep the shit out of anybody. I, I'm Dick Barron. I'm gonna, sleep you know what? I'm going to sleep the bring fuck it. out of it. You're going to bring Godzilla in my fucking house? Oh I'll sleep God. through it. Can you imagine, though, like you like this girl and you're at the phone stage? <laughs> Next thing you know, you're you're woken, all disheveled. Maybe he didn't even have a shirt on. I don't know what he was wearing. His PJs? I don't know. Four fucking firemen in his bedroom <laughs> stumbling down the hall. There she is. Good to see you. Wow. wow, that's Dude. a good, that's a good, yeah, that's a good phone, uh, it's a good story, is she still gonna go out with him? That's a good story, I think that, I mean, shit, they gotta go, they got a great fucking first date story, right? Yeah, but he sounds like he may have returned from the dead. He, I mean, look, I don't know, I mean, look, I mean, she, it makes sense, like, she had, she did the right thing. You know, the the right if you're talking to someone on the phone and, and they he's pass 78 out, and he stops talking, did he go down? Like, I don't know if he, he I don't know if he was quiet or he was just like, <laughs> he's not murder. <laughs> I bet that's it. What I bet is, I bet he fucking all went garbledy. He can, I mean, look, you know him. He has a hard time putting a sentence together just hanging out because yeah. he'll be like, well, we went to, uh, uh, you know, my, uh, we, we had to make your brother, Dave, you know, Dave's dad, they live in Marin. And that's my dad's yeah. version of a sentence. So that, coupled with, like, glarberty, glarberty, <laughs> I've had wine and fucking, he probably sounded like he was having a motherfucking stroke. Yeah. And maybe he said, I smell French toast, and then he went down. But and anyway. he's just laying around with the EKG things on him. The Barons have a history of dating, dude. That's how we do it. I, have you ever had a really bad phoner? Uh, you mean like a late night phone call? Like yeah, pass out thing? I, I did a, you know the movie Swingers? Yeah. I pulled the Swingers once. What, 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 tell me, uh, oh, you mean I, like, I, I met a, I met a girl, oh, at a, no, no. I met a girl at a bar, right? Yes. So it's after a comedy show, so it's in New York, and you know, there you go till four or six, right? and so, uh, we're getting nice and liquored up, meet a girl at the bar, get her phone number, go home, I'm like, I'll fucking call her, so I fucking, four in the morning, hammer on my mind, just start calling, 
fuck. And then, and then, like, I'm so drunk that I'm, I know what I'm trying to say isn't coming out right. Yeah. And then I hang up, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to call again. Oh, I fuck, try to dude. call back. And then I just left, like, four messages of just fucking nonsense. <laughs> like, it was just, if you would listen to you, you'd be like, none of this makes sense. Dude. Because the first one I tried to say something didn't work. Then I tried to fix that one, and then I tried to fix that one, and it was just fucking, well. And then, and then, uh, and then the next day I call her, uh, apologize, and she's like, just don't call me. Oh, fuck. Well, dude, you know mine. It's a cl- the classic, the one that I, that I, you know, I used to tell the story in my act about being fucked up when I, you know, remember I dated Janine. Garofalo for a yeah. short time and yeah. she fucking decided that yeah. they were better dudes. Oh yeah. She, she moved right. on and she was living in New York and she was in the fuck she was staying at the Paramount Hotel and I fucking called. And I was so drunk that I couldn't fucking make words. Uh the guy at the, the hotel, I call up, right? I'm super fucked up. And I want to talk to her because I want to beg to I want to beg to get her back. And like that I'm, always I'm in that. works. Oh fuck it! Women does. love that. Well, when you call somebody, so if you call at three o'clock Los Angeles time, you're talking about you're talking about six o'clock yeah. in New York. Yeah. I know as a person, that's when I want to hear from somebody. Yeah, and especially and that's how women, you're going to win my heart back. Are you fucked up? Women, but women really, really, really want to hear a man who's groveling. Yeah, they, they respect. Because to know them, what? that's the guy who's going to lead the pack. Hey, that's man. a leader. A guy who's like, hey, I love you so much. I miss the smell of your ankles. Are like you, that fucking... Are you crying two hours before breakfast? That's awesome. <laughs> so, But it never went that far because when, when the phone fucking rang, the guy at the Paramount <coughs> Hotel, who will forever be known as my fucking savior, he goes, I can't... Under- Sir, I want to say dude, but he didn't say dude, but I feel like he might have. He goes, I cannot... Because it was the Paramount Hotel, so it was all a hipster hotel back in New York. He goes, Sir, I can't understand what you're saying. Do you, I can't understand you. I don't know what you're saying. And do you want to spell it? Now, it occurs to me now that he was fucking with me. He was fucking with me. Like, I'm sure he fucking had me on speaker and everyone else was listening. Yeah. But he goes, do you want to spell it? And I say, uh, you know, oh, okay. And so I tried to spell her name. Mm-hmm. And he then he, he's like, oh, yeah, she's here. And he's going to put me through. He goes, yeah, just a second. And then he goes, dude, are you sure you want to make this call? <laughs> Like, how fucked up are you? I can smell you through the phone, you sad sack. You fucking sad sack. So I then fucking hung up. Yeah. And the next day was like, holy shit. Yeah, like, that could have been. I mean, look, I, I was on my way. You know, this was the jet that was on its way to fucking to meetings. This was the jet that was about to crash. You know, two months later, I'd be in fucking, you know, I, 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 I'd go get sober. But I was like... You know, you're drunk and you're like, I'm going to make the worst possible fucking decision. I'm going to... Because then after that, there was a girl I met the night before I went to AA. The girl I met that I liked that said, please don't ever call me drunk. And I was like, except that I'm fucking calling. <laughs> and I called her and she goes, I told you not to do this. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Click. Like, what a fucking moron. <laughs> please don't call me drunk. You got it. You got it. Here it is. Hello. In an hour. Yeah. One time when I got out of college... I was staying with my dad. <laughs> and uh, a listener. A, a listener. Also a listener. Yeah, I was staying with my dad. And um, I, there's a knock at the door. It's the middle of the day. And I walk over and I open the door. And there's a woman there who I've never seen before in my life. And she goes, Are you David? And I go, Yeah. And she goes, I'm your stepmother. <laughs> And I go, whoa, <laughs> what? She goes, I'm your stepmother. And I go, I, I don't, uh, I, I've never, I don't know you. 
And she goes, well, I'm your stepmom. I go, okay, I'm going to call my dad. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to close the door on you. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I close the door. <clears throat> and uh, so I hear her slump against the door and start crying. Oh, my God, dude. So I call my dad and I go, hey, there's this woman here. And I describe her. He goes, okay. He goes, I've got a restraining order against her. Oh, she's nuts. So now I'm like, okay, what do I, he goes, call the cops. So now I don't hear her, but I call the cops anyway. I'm like, well, she was just here. They go, okay. And, but I'm not hearing her. And I know she was leaning against the door sobbing. So I open the door and she's now sitting against the door. So when I open the door, she flops in. (laughs) (laughs) Again with the flopping. (laughs) Motherfucking flopping. And now she's just laying on the floor crying and going i'm your stepmother and i'm like you're not you gotta get out you shouldn't be here you gotta get out you got you get this restraining order against you i was told so then the cops arrive after i've just been and she's trying to like crawl in and i'm like pushing her out you know she wants into her home where she apparently lives oh this is her home (laughs) well well right so well she's married to my dad so oh but she's okay fuck so the cops come and they're like uh Okay, what's the deal? And I tell them the deal, and they go, "Okay." So they they take her by the legs and they drag her out, and then oh I, and they go they go just close the door. We'll take care of it. So I close the door, and then I get to listen to the conversation, right? And they're like, uh, "Okay, so you say you're married?" Yes, we're married. When did you get married? We never had a ceremony. Okay, well, why do you think you're married to him? Because we came at the same time. Oh no! <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's our fucking podcast in a sentence. <laughs> Duh. Now I know how the listener feels. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Yeah. Oh. I arrested her and took her away, but I had to hear Fuck. that. I had to hear that. I had to hear that with my ears. Ah, oh. oh, my fucking ear holes are burning. That's a, oh, it's so fucked yeah. up. Yeah. It's a good one, right? Fuck, that is just, that is so... <laughs> You're listening to Corolla time. Oh my god, dude. If that's the truth, I'm married to a handful of people. <laughs> handful. 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 Not a lot. Not a lot. <coughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Well, apparently that's how you get married. Fuck. I thought. Isn't that weird? I didn't shit, know Amir that and I that went was... down, we paid for this whole thing. Yeah, we you had didn't this, have to do that. Yeah, we had this ceremony. You ju- if you guys so just stupid. work your shit out, you're married. If you work, if you work it out on the sack or wherever you do it, behind, by next Shit, to a dumpster, we were married box, when we went to, like, we, were, we were married when we went to the Super Bowl then. But <laughs> do Patton and no, I? No, that was too much. <laughs> Patton and I, you and Patton are married. We fucking got married. <laughs> I don't know if you could find it, but Patton and I did a commercial for the NFL. Instead of paying us, they gave us tickets to the Super Bowl, and we both flew out early days. We wow. both flew out to Miami. It was my third date with my wife. Anyway, but we've known each other for a long time. Uh, yeah. yeah, so there no, you that's go. A, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm sure your wife's going to be happy that that was revealed. Look, ladies, if my dad's still single, get on the phone with him. <laughs> because he uh, he's on the phone I guy. Can't, I can't, yeah. I hope he doesn't call me and tell me we can't do this segment. 
I've left the phone here on purpose because I called him and asked him if I could tell this story. Um, and he I'm can't hoping. Say no, it's not a bad story. It's not a bad story at all. I mean, he told it's it about just, himself, and he was howling when he told it. But it's like he's the, the, fucking, the one of the fucking. It's a great the story. Kennedy's guys get in a car and drive and fucking nail somebody. Like, was there some politician? <laughs> Didn't he run some guy over or some shit? Like, Who? <clears throat> Kennedy? Not Ted Kennedy, but one of the younger, younger Kennedys. Yeah. Was like a in the House of Representatives. I mean, didn't he get to have an ambient accident? Like, yeah. you get in cars and drive on fucking ambient. Ambient is a fucking, I don't know if you take it uh, or if you try to take it during this show. Uh, I could understand that. But it, yeah, it's, uh, people take it and they fucking walk through windows and shit. Yeah. No, I, I never had anything bad happen except the one time I woke up covered in blood. Oh, yeah, but that's like a Wednesday for you. <laughs> I would... <laughs> No, you know what they should do for people that take ambient? Put them in giant cribs. Huge man... <laughs> huge, huge man cribs. <clears throat> okay, sir, uh, man. here are your 30 ambient. <laughs> and then out back, we have your crib. I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah. We have your... It comes with a, uh, a man-sized crib. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, it's out back. The, the truck will drop it off at your house. Yeah, you got... Yeah, no, you can sleep in a man crib. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to put plastic sheets on it, although it wouldn't be a bad idea. Mr. Garrison pissed a lot last time he did it. Listen to me. You get a man in a man crib. Uh, you get a whoopee. You get a whoopee. <laughs> you get a whoopee. You actually get a pillow pet. Do you know what a pillow pet is? No. You haven't got Finn a pillow pet? No. Fuck. Get him a pillow pet. Oh, no. Pet. He has a pillow pet. Yeah, it's a pet. It's, it's a, a pet, pet that has a blanket inside. Yes, it's a pet and a pillow. It's a pillow yeah, and a someone, pet. Someone gave him a dog. It's a pillow and it's a pet. You open it up and, and a blanket comes out. Is that it? No. Is that the pillow a, pet? No, no, no. Pillow pet's just a pet that's I guess he's got a, a pillow. I guess he's got a. He's got a blanket. Yeah, blog it. Yeah, he's got a blanket pet. A blog it. Yeah, a terrible. Blog it. Horrible product. A dog. A doglet. You got him the wrong a, thing. <laughs> you got him the Adidas with four stripes. What's a pillow pet? It's a. It's, it's a, a pet. pillow. It's a pillow. It unfolds, mm. but it folds right back up into a pillow, and it's super soft. They should make one. It's of those. a pillow. It's a pet. It's a pillow pet. That's how but their fucking theme song a goes. Vagina. Oh my god! They. Oh my god! A vagina pet. A dog. A, 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 a vagina. A vagina pillow. A dogina. A dogina. Yeah. No, because then why is it a dog? A. It's a vagina and a pillow. Like, you know what? You know, you, no, wait, wait. I'm just, you thinking, I bu- just, I'm you just thinking of a dog. You worked a bunch of your fetishes. I'm just thinking of a dog. <laughs> you just want a dog. You're yeah, just, no, I just yeah. want a dog. <laughs> I just laughed so hard I farted. I farted. That's how hard I laughed. I'm an old man. I laughed so hard I farted. Oh my god. I'm thinking of a dog. Oh my god, the other night when True was singing the Pillow Pet song, she goes, It's a pillow, it's a pet. And she fucking farted and howled like she told the be- like it was the fucking best joke she ever told. Oh my god! Full circle. <laughs> Thinking of a dog. It's a pillow. <laughs> and then you wanted to talk about a pillow that was a vagina. So now I think that you fucking sleep with your dog. Yeah. You don't have a dog. No, I keep fucking with it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, no oh one god. told me they had vaginas when oh I was young. God. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to everybody. I'm gonna <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Holy shit, what did we just do? Ah, oh, not since Helen's vagina. All right. Family secrets. Hey, everybody. By the way, you heard this. Listen, this was cuddlers only, so <laughs> don't snitch. All right? The story no about my dad. No snitching. The story about my dad. None of that shit. <laughs>
Welcome back to Walking. I won't do it. Don't do it. <clears throat> this is Walking the Room with uh, Dave Anthony and Greg Burner. Walking the Room. Boom. Okay. Uh, May 31st, the Randy Monarchs will be playing again. Fuck, I don't know why, but we, we're back. The I fucking love Mike. A year ago. He's the guy in the band. He's the other guitar player. This guy produces the records. A year ago, he goes, dude, I just don't have time. Like a girlfriend that doesn't want to go out with you anymore. Yeah. Like, I just don't have the time. I got a lot on my plate. So I was like, okay. It, it, the, there is no band without Mike. Right. So I'm like, okay, no problem. Bummed, but you know, I could have fight it. All right, I'll write some jams and I'll put them on the podcast. And, but I do like fucking doing it, dude. But I was bummed, but I tried to be cool about it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm making this Karen Garrett record, which we're almost finished with. And it's going to be awesome. We're going to bring her in here. She's going to be fucking great. And we're recording the songs. I had Mike come over and play some guitar on it. And he goes, I think we put the band to bed too soon. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck happened, but that's fine. So, uh, I have a band called The Rainy Monarchs. Dave plays music here all the time. If you want the record, you can get it for free over at therainymonarchs.com. Although this week, I posted and fucking people bought records. They bought them. They bought lots of them. We sold more records in two days just by posting on the Walking the Room Facebook page than we have the entire time we've been doing this. Yeah, so fucking thank you, uh, everybody. So I just want to say that. And the band is playing May 31st here in Los Angeles. It's a Friday, and it's at Molly Malone's. And we're going to do some... Hopefully, we're going to do some shows. There's a fucking awesome Irish band punk band that you played last week called the mighty regis they're fucking yeah, great and great. and and a couple of the guys <clears throat> i maybe i don't know who else i know dave uh uh, uh that plays uh, the accordion listens to our show uh want to do some shows with them maybe we can put it together some kind of a walking the room mighty regis no, dave holmes fucking let's we're... just fucking have a festival you're gonna fucking what? you're gonna do it you're gonna yeah we're gonna have a fucking we're gonna have a festival together with these guys uh also katie baker uh among the many people that came out in washington and brought shit um, uh, and Alan Brand and some other brought cupcakes and uh, uh, but Katie brought t-shirts that were blue and they said done in glitter on them and we both got one but here's the best thing about Katie you know she posts crazy shit she's really funny she blah 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 <laughs> she literally like she seems crazy right yeah she comes up to me in the club and after like a little bit of sparring back and forth takes me aside and with the most genuine concerned eyes of an adult goes <laughs> I shit you not she goes you're okay, yeah? <laughs> I mean, it, it, fucking, it took my breath away, dude. The, the, I'm not shitting you. She went from like this like regular, like, like it was like she was sparring in the world of the yeah. fucking cuddler, and then she just put it aside from it and went, you're not going to kill yourself, right? No. Like, and I'm like, no, we just share at a group level here because we, that's how we do it. No, but shit so she, goes up and down. It's show business. Shit. Yeah. Like, but, I took a fucking another body blow bullshit fucking hit this week. It's God, just dude. fucking crazy. It won't stop. But it is what it is, man. You know. Fine. Okay, I'm going to tell sucks. you, before we go to your story, which is, which is great and going to be fun, here's where I'm at. And I'm, look, I, I've been going to meetings, I've been fucking helping people, and I feel good. I feel fucking great. My... My fucking l- lawyer dropped me this week. <laughs> That's insane. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to do anything. But because the because the shit that we do do is so small, he's like, I just can't deal with this shit. I just, I, you know, I got Liz wow. Taylor and Leonardo DiCaprio. And wow. He's a nice guy. He's like, anything big comes up, I will fight for you. He's a fucking, he's yeah. a tooth and nail guy. He's like, I just, it's too hard. It's like, I'm, I, he, yeah. it's like he can't carry me on the roster. Yeah. I just got sent fucking back down to the minors. Lawyer. Yeah. I can hook you up with my lawyer. I haven't talked to him in like three years. I mean, dude, <clears throat> we could fucking do our own. I mean, yeah. it, you know, 
so anyway, but I was like, dude, I, I literally, lo- I looked, I looked at, I looked, I looked to the heavens or God or whatever you want to call it. Went like this. Generally, I, I generally went like this. My manager told me. I took the phone away from my head, looked at the ceiling, and went, "Are you fucking kidding me? That's like the, that's like the postman deciding that he couldn't fucking. You know what, man? I'm just not bringing your mail. I'm just not bringing it. Can I tell you something? I've looked at your mail and it's horse shit, and it's not worth my time. When I'm dropping off mail, dude, you just fucking you you bog it down. Yeah, and your mail is bullshit. You're, you're you're not getting. Yeah, I'm not sending important shit here. No, all you're getting. Listen, you're getting okay. musticks from Australia, and they're for Dave. I'd rather take him to his house. <laughs> you're getting cookies. You got dropped by a lawyer. Fuck, dude. I've never heard of that. I think I might be the only one. <laughs> I called my fucking sponsor, and my sponsor's a fucking lawyer. And my sponsor goes, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> He's a lawyer." <clears throat> yeah. So so that aside. I it's am like getting fine. a job by insurance. Guy. I am fine. It's like getting a job by insurance. You, hey, listen, you know how you're just uh, you're just insuring a moped? I yeah. can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't fucking deal with that. Anymore. My career is a moped. And yes, and fair enough. The one thing that I am doing that is is fun, I'm giving away for free, and there isn't any law to do deal with this shit until somebody sues us or the fucking the insane clown posse goes after us for stealing their fucking whatever it is we've stolen from them because we've taken oh, it and used oh, it. Oh, someone said they're on the the front of the LA Weekly. LA Weekly. I haven't read it yet, but yeah. I I tried to get it on the way over here, but they're all out in all the bins so we'll find one and we'll talk about it next week yeah we will we'll, we'll talk about them but they're yeah they're they're yeah mm-hmm. i had a guy uh somebody wrote me uh i made a comment i said something about uh join the resistance the icp oh yeah i saw it and a guy wrote me and said why don't you and dave stop being such homos and go to the gathering something about yeah. homos and and uh uh your uh and comic books i was like comic book yeah, yeah, no. You haven't listened no, to No, automatically, because we don't like the Jugglers, we we collect comic books. That's hilarious. <laughs> so you know what I wrote him back? Sounds like a plan. Let me get my sweater. <laughs> oh, okay, this is good. Go. So I, I worked with uh, Norton this week, and Norton's audience is was generally very good. Um, Jim Norton, not uh, Ed. <laughs> not Ed Norton. Uh <clears throat> His audience is pretty good. I was a little worried about his audience because he's an Opie and Anthony guy and, you know, a little bit, uh, they, I thought they'd be a little more hostile, uh, hostile aggro. or aggro or whatever. Drunk. Drunk, but they weren't. They were They're fine. Not, no. well, only one show was it was, it was kind of uh, pulling teeth and kind of sucked. Um, but you went in with your defenses up. Uh, okay, so <laughs> the third show. So I've done, a, I've done a Thursday show, which went great, an early Friday show, which went great, and then this is the late Friday show. Now, <clears throat> I've just had an experience off stage with the Booker, where I'm friends with Drew Carey, and he knew that, and he started talking shit about Drew Carey. So that went on for a little while, and then I went on stage. So I'm already like not in a good frame of mind. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm rattled. I'm, You're a little I'm rattled. Lo- I'm looking for a fight. Yes. <laughs> when I get out there, I'm looking for. I know a that fight. guy. I know that. <clears throat> and when I was in New York. I used to scare the audiences so they wouldn't talk shit about me. Like I would, I would hit the stage and people knew not to fuck with me. And if they did, I would fucking destroy them. And I was really good at it. Like I knew I was one of those comics who I knew how to yeah. attack a guy and give him enough rope to just embarrass the living shit out of him and tear him apart at the same time. Yeah, no, I've seen you do it. You are good at it. <clears throat> I'm not good at it anymore because I don't do it anymore. Right. I don't like doing it. When I hit the stage, I want to work on my, my fucking material. And right now I'm trying to put together an album so every minute of stage time is precious and I want to work on new bits I'm going to do this so yeah. when I hit the stage on Friday late show I had a new bit that I had in my head all worked out and I was going to try it out so 
I recorded it. And and I haven't heard this since it happened. I have oh. I've not listened to the tape. In my mind, I snapped way too fucking fast. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, we'll see if that's let's what see, happened. Let's see it. Let's listen. Let's be talking about the other guy. The opener. What's up, fuckers? What's happening? Casual <laughs> greeting. Just what, dude? Not a bad job, right? Huh? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, uh, a lot of traveling, though. You guys ever drive the five? I drove them here from, here from LA. That's a sweet fucking drive, isn't it? The five? Fuck! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like driving through an asshole for fucking five yeah. hours. <laughs> really awesome. I was gonna get to the part where I thought it sucked, Lottie. Take it down, notch. Okay, so what what has happened so far? Fuck, <laughs> dude. <clears throat> right? It sounds like nothing happened. I hit the stage and I started to tell a joke, and that's just the setup that I did there. And some guy's like, "Yeah, all right," like he's fucking. He said, it's, yeah, it sucked. Like, he's... Agrees with you. But he's agreeing, and, you know, there's a there's a time and a place. There's a ways to heckle. There's he there's heckling where you can uh, attack someone for what they're saying, and then there's heckling where you're in the middle of setups and people are yelling shit out that that fucks up your rhythm yeah. and your your ability to yeah. tell the joke. Yeah. Now he sounds like he he sounds like heated, but he did he did but he does he's agreeing. He's agreeing with, with me. Yeah, no, you said it sucks. He's like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. That made words. me mad. Words that I like. And that made you mad. Yeah. Oh good. Turns out don't need your help. Fuck, you're like a retarded drunk guy. You're like the drunk guy that's Crystal Geyser. Yeah, I'm not fucking drinking yet, you cunt. Wait till I get off stage. Go fuck yourself, douchebag. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, fuck, dude. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, what just happened? I went from... And Joe DeRosa has this on his comedy album. He calls it Zero to Cunt. I went from Zero to Cunt. Oh, my God, dude. You fucking... I... He... You know what he did? He pointed at my Crystal Geyser that I was drinking... Because I wasn't drinking beer, and so he was like calling me a little bitch for not drinking beer. And instead of making fun of him for being an adult who makes fun of other people for not drinking, I took the bait. Yes, no, you fucking totally did. This is like a family dinner. He, <laughs> he's barely. It almost sounds like. It almost sounds like he's not even being mean. He's like, I was like, maybe he's handicapped. Maybe he's just recognizing things. It's like you say sucks. He's like sucks. He's like, you're talking about drinking. He's like, Crystal Geyser. Yeah. Like, he sees shit. But you, fuck, dude. Yeah. I mean, you, now, was that, now, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, my, I've told this story. Now, do you want to keep going? Yeah, we can keep yeah, going. Yeah, because I, I want to tell you my Bill Hicks, my Bill Hicks story. All right. I just said, I will rape you with my mouth. God, That's dude. how bad I am at handling hackers. That basically means I'll blow him. Fuck. That's the worst comeback <laughs> of all fucking time. I will rape you with my mouth. Hey, dude. I <laughs> you, you talk to me again, I'm going to seriously suck your cock. Without your permission. Without your permission. What the fuck? I don't know, dude. That's the worst. Dude, I feel like you think you're on the podcast, 
and I'm just gonna laugh it off and put on a cardi. <laughs> like that is like the oh, like fuck. Oh my god, dude. Oh horrible. Okay. Give a shit. Great dad. You fucking. I don't. I don't think I would have done that if I hadn't had the experience off stage. I went on stage already. Fucking. I've worked with you a fucking ton, and I've seen you handle, and I've seen you do. Obviously, I've seen your your stand up. You know, uh, crush. I've not that that I've not seen happen. No. And and I was so rattled I couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't say words. I was trying to say like, I was trying to say we come up here to do our job and we don't want to hear it. Right. But I was, they, they weren't even, it wasn't even a sentence. But it's weird because the audience is kind of judging, like you can tell the audience is kind of going, hey, dude, he wasn't really, he just said sucks. He wasn't that yeah. bad about, there's, we've seen worse hecklers before. Yeah. And you were like, I went to, late stages murder. No, no, no. It was like some guy, some guy came in with like, like a fist to a fight and I dropped a nuke. <laughs> It was dude. fucking insane. But I gotta tell you something. What's hard for me is that I identify. I've been that thing where like you're overreaching and you can't come back. Years ago. So here's my story. So years ago, I opened for Hicks. And uh, uh and That's by that I mean line? I'm the opener, I'm not the feature. Yeah. Is this the punchline? The punchline. Yeah. I think it might have been me San Francisco. Yeah, it was it might have been either it might have been me and Garofalo. I don't remember, but it was great show. It's a Friday night, it's a late show. Hicks is up there doing his thing. He's fucking, he's winning. It's one of those nights where he's just fucking winning. It's yeah. not a walking in the room night. He's not uh-huh. walking him. He's fucking just winning. But this one dude just won't stop. Yeah. Gotta talk. Yeah. Finally, the dude says something and Hicks spins and goes, hey, listen, here's what, here, I don't like to do like fancy comebacks. Like you say something, I say something back. How about this? Let's try this. You say something. And then instead of a quip, I'll dig the heel of my boot into your fucking skull. <laughs> so, so there's there's this pause. Everything stops. Like everything stops for like a second, and then the dude laughs. He laughs. He goes, oh. Oh, 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 and everyone fucking laughs. And the guy shuts the fuck up, and he continues. He slays the dude. Not only that. Not only does he fucking he did. He fucking brings him to his side. Yeah. The guy shuts up, gets it, and fucking the show goes on. So it's a lesson to me, right? Yeah. Total control. Uh-huh. 
It's the following Monday, and I'm hosting uh-huh. an open mic, yeah. but at the punchline. I'm on stage for a few minutes, and the guy starts talking. And inelegantly, I say, dude, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to kick your motherfucking ass. Just run. Like, yeah. just, he barely said anything. And I fucking threaten him, and he goes, oh, really, you son of a bitch? And he gets up. <laughs> He's still getting up. That's how big he is. He gets up and starts running to the stage. And I go, I go, Hutch? The guy, the guy that worked at the club's name was Hutch. Yeah. And I go, Hutch! And they fucking took two guys to bring him down. Like, I got it all wrong. I got it all wrong. And then they, like, pulled me out of the club, and they're like, you can't host. Like, it was so... Because st- I I'd watched Hicks, and I was like, you just fucking... Me-. Like, I mistook what he did as firepower, but yeah. it wasn't. Because he never even shouted. He just said, look, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to talk, and I'm going to dig the heel of my boot into your skull. Yeah. And that guy kind of went like, oh, he's fucking mad. Like, he got it. And he shut the fuck up and laughed and stayed the rest of the show and was fine. Now, some hecklers aren't like that. But I just went, oh, fucking just let him know who's boss. Yeah. No, don't let him know who's boss because... The, That's not showing him who's boss. At all. It's You're losing. I, what I did there was totally... I totally fucking lost right out, right yeah. out of the gate. I got him back. But I was rattled the whole set. Yes. Later on in the set, I forgot... Uh, I did a set up and I forgot the punchline. Oh. Like, I was just fucking rattled. Yeah, that was... Oh, that was like one of the worst. That was like a that Jen. Was Kirk, my... That was like a Jen Kirkman tweet. <laughs> Anybody that follows that Jen Kirkman, who is one of our favorite comics, by the way, and no, no slight to Jen, but she'll fucking go off. Yeah, um, I uh, yeah. So that was one of the worst. That I can't remember having a worse situation dealing with on my side. Yeah, because usually I'm so good at it. So. I, you can hear the audience now when I'm done with them and they're like, yay. They're like, okay, let's go on with the show. And they're not talking about, oh, good, you shut up the heckler. They're like, oh, good, are you going to do your jokes now, they're, you fucking lunatic? Yeah, oh, good, this is over. Yeah. Because daddy's not mad anymore. Yeah, it because was, fucking... it was Yeah, but it happens, dude, it happens. It's like when you bowl and you start on your wrong foot and there's no going back. No. Once you start your approach, you start on that wrong foot and the fucking ball goes wailing out of your hand. You're like, well, fuck, I can't. Or giving up a fucking grand slam in the first inning. And you fucking rallied. Look, yeah, I've seen people do fine. worse, but still. But th- you know what's interesting is how how quickly that re- that fucking vitriol was there for you. Oh, man. It was right there. Yeah. Yeah. Right fucking there. Yeah. Did you see the dude afterwards? No, I left. Did you go home? I left. Right got the fuck got, out of there. I got there, yeah. stage and I was like, goodbye. But yeah. they can rattle you. Look, dude, you can get... I mean, it's weird. People don't kind of know what goes on in your head up there, how you feel... When you do shit like that, they think, oh, maybe he's a prick. And then and they don't know that in your head you're like, that was wrong. That was wrong. Yeah, that I knew wrong. the whole time that was wrong. I knew I was told. I've had to go the other way, too, though. Like, where you ever had somebody just fucking heckle you, like a like a, a silent but deadly, where they say it yeah, and yeah, no one yeah. else can no hear it? No one can hear it. Uh, it's the fucking worst. Oh, my worst. God, dude. I was opening for, um, I was opening for um, uh, the Naked Trucker. Yeah. You remember? Dave uh-huh. Keckner and Dave Gruber yeah. at Largo. Yeah. And the Farrelly's came. And yeah. they had a table, Fairly oh. Brothers. And the table is right up against the stage. They came there to see these guys who so they were going to make a movie with them. And I go up and I tell a couple of jokes and it's only going okay. And a guy at their table, I don't believe it was one of them, but a guy at their table just goes, you fucking suck. Oh! And it fucking, he was like catching a chair in the stomach. It was as though someone wung, like fucking flipped, like pushed a desk into me. Yeah. And I go white. And I can't, I can't, my hands start sweating. I can't remember my words. Yeah. Like, and I, and I just, then, and the rest of the crowd doesn't know what happened. Yeah. 
I just get, I go from bad to worse. And I literally just, it's just me talking for another five minutes yeah. before I just walk out of the back of the club and go straight to my car, get in my car and go home <laughs> without talking to anybody. I got a phone call from Keckner the other day, the next day going, dude, hey man, we still think you're great. Blah, 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 blah. But it is fucking like, it, the balance up there. Yeah. And people don't know it, but the balance, you're always one fucking bad bad comment away from going or yeah. going off or going down. You yeah. know what I mean? I could have also said, would you say bitch? Right. Step the fuck, you know, but I yeah. didn't have that in me. I have had that. I have done that too. I mean, the thing, the thing to do properly in that situation, if you're, if you're thinking about it is to go, Oh, hold on everybody. This guy has something to say. And you hand him the mic and you let him say it. So now no matter what happens, he's the bad guy. Right. And you're the good guy. Right. And you handled it well because you said, I'm confident enough for you to fucking say that into the mic. Like, that's the way I handle it. But most most people won't. You know, I think that being in New York all that time uh, allowed me... Because in San Francisco and LA, you never... You know, you just but, don't go through it like but that. But you know the thing about it is, like, now I, I feel differently. But at the time, I didn't quite know he wasn't right. <laughs> I mean, there was no... There was no proof... Like when that woman, I mean, you know the story I've told when I did the show in Denver and I'm 45 minutes into maybe yeah. one of the best sets I've ever had. One of the best sets I've ever had. Yeah. Fucking people are just like, just fucking tearing their own skulls off. And a woman stands, stands up, an old woman stands up in the front row and just goes, you're shit. I was there. That's right. She heckled, that's right. She was heckling me for that's my right. whole set. That's right. Remember? And her two daughters had your books. Hey, and they wept and then she took a swing and she fell down, banged her yeah. head on the side of the thing and she had to be taken out. Yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah. But we were fucking right. Yeah. I mean, like, and and that was one of those nights where you where where you were like, well, I have proof that I'm, I have, a hundred percent proof that I'm awesome. <laughs> right well, now, the best in thing this is moment, when someone says you suck and you're killing. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that was like I was like because I remember I said to her she said she said ah, I, I said uh, she said you're shit. Yeah. I saw you in Oprah and I thought you were gonna be something special, but you're shit. Right. And I say, well, I think these people are gonna disagree with you. And she goes, Rar! and I said, making a pirate sound will get you oh, out of yeah, this. Yeah. And then she fell on the she stage. Fell, and she fucking fell. Fell on the stage, the stage, hit the hit side of the head. with her head, had yeah. been taken out by paramedics. Yeah. No, it was the worst ending ever. And yeah. all I kept thinking was, why wasn't this taped? <laughs> because wouldn't that be the greatest? Like, if you had 45 minutes of solid killing yeah. followed by a, a heckle, a fall down, and, and fucking paramedics, yeah. that's the best That's the best yeah, DVD ever. ever. Like it, And that's the way it's supposed to end. Uh, yeah. If you guys want to write in, it is uh, walkingtheroom at gmail.com. Yeah. We're on Facebook at Walking the Room. Uh, we have a Tumblr page at Walking Room. You can donate there if you want uh, because of our lovely services that we provide. Yes. And uh, we'll have a website up next month. Go to gregbarrent.com for tour dates. Um, uh, and uh, uh, the Raining Monarchs will be playing at the uh, uh, Molly Malone's on the 31st at 11 o'clock p.m. Uh, so come check that out and uh, the new website goes up soon I know we've been saying that but we've seen it Dave and I have both seen it yeah. it's fucking lovely and sad at the same time yeah uh, glitter done glitter done <laughs>